Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2 of Beyond Study Abroad, the Notre Dame Study Abroad podcast. In this week's episode, we sat down with Sean Ford, a student with diabetes currently studying in Dublin, Ireland. Sean talked to us about his struggles and his experience with diabetes while abroad. Stay tuned for his story. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Beyond Study Abroad. Today, I am joined by Sean Ford, who is currently studying abroad in Dublin. Uh, Sean, you want to give us a quick ND intro and tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So, like you said, my name is Sean Ford. I am a junior living in Fisher Hall, currently studying in Dublin at the Dublin City University. And I'm originally from Tinley Park, Illinois, which is on the south side of Chicago. That's perfect. Why and how did you even choose this program? What about this program stood out to you and what made you want to you know, go to Dublin? Yeah, great question. Um, I'm actually a business analytics major, which I left out of my ND introduction. That's my bad. <laughs> um, but so business analytics and Dublin City University actually offers a lot of classes that count back towards credit at Notre Dame towards that particular major, which was huge for me because I've got a minor in energy studies, and I'm looking to add more minors. And at the time that I applied, I was also a music major. So it was very important to me that I could get a lot of classes to count towards credit at Notre Dame, because I had a pretty tight schedule as far as credits go. I also have some family ties here. A couple generations back, my family used to live in Limerick. And on the agenda for the semester is to get down there and just go see what it's like, and maybe even get a GAA jersey, which um, the GAA is the Gaelic Athletic Association. So for example, like you got a bunch of sports like hurling and Gaelic football. And from my understanding, uh, I think that's the general gist of the GAA. And they got some pretty cool jerseys. So I'd love to get one and rep the hometown of five or six generations back. That's super fascinating. I had no idea that you were like actually had these family ties to where you're currently studying abroad. That's super cool. Um, I guess going off that, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about the Dublin program? Um, so if there's anything in particular that you really enjoyed or thought was unique or meaningful to you uh, during your time abroad so far. Yeah, absolutely. So in the Dublin program, there are three universities. There's Dublin City University, there's Trinity College Dublin, and University College Dublin. And these are all around the Dublin area. Dublin City University is in the north. UCD is in the south and Trinity is right in the heart of Dublin, which is super, super cool. And the program is pretty big. There's about 50 of us, which makes program trips very fun. And definitely when all of us go to one place, I'm sure the people that work at the restaurants are always, you know, (laughs) excited to see a huge group of kids come in. But it's a great program. I love it. Uh, One thing that I especially love is the amount of program trips we do and the wealth of knowledge that our program director has about Irish history. Kevin Whelan, um, he's got something insightful to say about every place we go. Uh, (laughs) I don't think there's ever a dull moment where I've been sitting there and thinking, like, I wonder what this is, because he knows everything. And it's really great to have a person who's so insightful and really, really, like, you can tell he's very invested in this Irish history, especially because a lot of it is very recent, um, like, Kevin is, uh, has lived through the Troubles, which was very, very interesting because it was interesting to hear a take from somebody who had actually lived through the Troubles 
And one trip we took just recently was actually up to Belfast, where we spoke to two people who were like in the heart of the tension and the conflict that took up a lot of Ireland during the Troubles. That is incredibly fascinating. Um, getting that like kind of hands-on uh, historical like kind of experience with somebody who's like been a part of it. Um, not exactly related, but I do, I am curious, what, what are the kind of courses you're taking abroad while you're in Dublin? You mentioned you're a business analytics major. Are you taking business courses? Are you taking courses more suited to like Irish history or just like generally what are you taking? Taking both. So I've got classes in Irish history as well as Irish language, which is a super, super fun elective, which I highly recommend to anybody going to Dublin. The teacher Elaine is incredible. She runs the class very well and I've learned a lot of Irish. But beyond that, the classes that I take at DCU itself are mostly business. So I'll take my data management class. I have project management, which counts back towards a business tech minor. I also have enterprise information systems, which counts back towards some class that I can't think of off the top of my head right now, but I know it counts for something. And uh, I also am taking intermediate microeconomics equivalent here which is really handy to have you know, some credits account back towards Notre Dame, especially as I get to see a whole new country. And the education system here is also really interesting because they run it a lot differently than Notre Dame. So for example, Notre Dame, you've got a lot of assignments and things throughout the semester that keep you really, really accountable. They keep you on your toes. The general model here, or at least for a lot of the classes that I've been taking is a really, really, really big final exam. And so for that reason, they have reading weeks and. Yeah, we have our study days or our reading days back in Notre Dame, but it's a little bit longer here where they give you a lot of time to get caught up on the things you might have, you know, fallen behind a little bit on during the semester because you're going out to see all these awesome places like Belfast and Sligo and Galway and wherever else you might go. That's super awesome. Those courses sound super interesting. Um, shifting gears a little bit, uh, do you have like a favorite experience or story about the program so far that you'd be willing to share with our audience? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We actually took a pilgrimage our first weekend as a whole program. And so I'll just leave this for like the whole program since this is something everyone can do if they are in Dublin. Um, we went to a place called Glendalough, which is, uh, from what I've heard from Kevin, who, as we've talked about, is the font of all knowledge in Ireland. Um, he was mentioning that this is actually a, a pilgrimage that most U.S. presidents will make. And they'll make this hike along this beautiful, beautiful valley. And I think it's something like the equivalent of a four or five mile hike. So most of us were just about exhausted by the end of it. And it was definitely worth it though. The pictures are amazing. The view is amazing. And you get to have a little picnic at the top. So I'd say it's a very, very fun experience. And it's one of the experiences where you get to know a lot of the program students. Because coming to DCU, I was actually the cohort that came last. I came a week after everybody else. And I wasn't sure if I would get to know people that well because they've had a, a week in advance to get to know each other and go out and you know have these social interactions that I was kind of worried maybe I'd be behind on that but Lendalock was really fun because it brought us all together as a program and made a lot of good friends that day and we still of course are all still friends and have a lot of time ahead of us to continue being friends. That's super interesting that actually leads really well into my next question. Um, how have you been able to build community in your program uh, both with like fellow international students, but also just with local people you interact with. Like, how does that, what experience have you had that have led you to be able to like build that sense of community? 
Yeah, great question. And a really fun question too, because like I mentioned, we have the hikes and the program trips to really cool cities, but also nightlife here is huge. Of course, you know, you got to go to Ireland, you got to go see the pubs and the pubs are a great place to you know, get some food and just hang out with friends. And it's great because you get to spend a lot of time together in a really relaxed atmosphere that is often really fun because sometimes there'll be songs that are sung and you as an American coming to Ireland for the first time might not know any of the songs but people are always really happy to teach them to you, especially because it seems that everyone's super excited to introduce you to the culture here. At least that's been in my experience so far. Everyone's been very warm and welcoming and more so than I would have ever imagined. Um, but it's been great to get to know the culture and the other people both from Ireland and in the program through that kind of social conduit where you just bring people together and you're all there just in the moment to have a good time really. Awesome. Uh, we're going to shift gears a little bit in the interview now. I understand uh, through uh, contact we both have Brigitte Richmond that you uh, are a student who has diabetes. And because of that, you've had some unique experiences and maybe hurdles. So I was just wondering if you'd be able to tell us um, how this aspect of your identity has influenced your time abroad. Yeah, great question. Um, so to start, the application even was a little bit nerve wracking because I'm a first generation student as well. So I've got no experience with study abroad. I've got no clue what I'm walking into. And so I was thinking, you know what? Might as well full send it. And so I just thought I'd email the program director and the people in charge, Robert Black specifically, I emailed him. Um, if you're looking at Dublin specifically, Robert Black's the guy to talk to, he knows everything. But um, so I emailed him and he told me, we got you covered. We have accommodations, we have you know refrigerators for insulin. We can get medical supplies if we really need to. But that really reassured me. So full sent it, went all in, and was really happy with the way it turned out. Because now that I'm here, I've got all my supplies that I need. Ended up packing a bunch of them in my suitcase, which it ended up fitting very nicely. And so now I've got everything I need. And the fun part is when I go out on these hikes and everything, I've got to make sure that I prepare. Because, you know, you're diabetic, you know, sometimes your blood sugars go up and down. And especially with activity, exercise, that makes things go a little bit wonky. So I've always got an orange juice or something similar in my backpack any extra insulin, any extra supplies I might need. So I'd say it gets me some extra conditioning because I have some extra weight on my back while I'm hiking, but it's a good time still. And it's really, really not a problem. So anybody like listening, if there's anything, you know, that might hinder you, or you might think might hinder you from going abroad, I promise it's 100% manageable and people are always really willing to support you through it. Like I actually, the last hike we went on to I think it was called, let's see, what was it called? It was up in Derry and it was the Giant's Causeway. Um, it's a really, really cool hike along a bunch of cliffs to get here, but it's like five miles. So by the end of it, everyone's really tired and my blood sugar is dropping like crazy. I'm like, oh man, I, I ran out of orange juice. What do I do? And Robert, the hero, whips out oranges. <laughs> he just tosses me two oranges and I'm good to go. So even if you, you know, irresponsible like me and you forget to bring extras, like I had a, a little bit, but not enough. People are always there to support you. So I promise it'll be just fine. That's super awesome. Um, and it kind of leads into my next question. Uh, you said that like people are very accommodating and like your experience has been very positive. I was just wondering if there's any challenges, you know, if there are any uh, that you face because of your condition uh, while you've been abroad and how you've been able to overcome them. Good question. I'd say just the biggest thing is packing all the stuff you need because exporting and importing medical supplies is often pretty dicey. I'm not really sure what the 
protocol is for that because I haven't had to do it yet. And I don't want to find out because I'm sure it's probably something really complicated. And there's probably a lot of paperwork associated. But the good thing is insulin is cheap in Ireland comparative to the United States. So big plus there. Awesome. Um, so I guess what advice would you give to students who also identify as diabetic or are even just like broader, like have some sort of like impairment or disability who want to study abroad? Um, is there anything students should keep in mind or like uh, be aware of about like accommodations in the study abroad process? Yeah, I'd say just make sure you research the place you're going to, to make sure that you'll have the infrastructure and support you need to get the supplies you need if you need supplies like that. But besides that, as long as you are taking care of yourself and let people know that you have something to consider while you're applying, people will definitely help prepare and make sure that things are ready for you when you get there. How do you think the studying abroad has helped you understand your own identity in a global context? Yeah, excellent question. I would say that generally I have seen that people over in Europe tend to be really good global citizens. Like for one example that I have is language. Everyone speaks English, but not everybody like speaks French or Spanish or maybe Irish, which is a cool language that you should totally take while you're here. But it, it's really interesting to see because people tend to be super accommodating of the English language. And that makes things just so much broader in the grand scheme of things. At least what I think is like perspective has to be really, really interesting from that side. And maybe I'm getting a little bit off uh, topic here, but uh, to bring it back, yeah, I, I'd say it really has humbled me because I've met a many amazing people who can speak multiple languages, who have been involved in their communities, who are here and honestly, don't even know what Notre Dame is, which is really humbling. And it's really cool to be a part of that because it puts everyone on this super even playing field and makes me appreciate just being here and being a part of a society that is so different from the United States. I would say that being abroad has shown me that people really, really know their stuff about America. Like they know the language, they know the politics even better than some Americans do, which is super interesting to see because being over here has shown me that a lot of people are really good global citizens. And it's made me really want to pay attention to foreign affairs a little bit more because there's so much going on in the globe outside just America, which of course, you know, it's a fact. And it's not something we think about all that often because it's all happening at home. But it's really, really interesting to see how people really know what's going on in the United States, despite not even living there or maybe not even having it be their native language. So in that sense, I'd say that it has made me feel a little bit humbled because the world is so much bigger than South Bend or Indiana or, you know, my hometown of Tinley Park or America as a whole. And it's really cool to see. And it makes me want to travel more and get to know a lot more cultures. Well, that might, that might be the best uh, reason to study abroad. That was perfectly said. I love that. Um, and I want to thank you again for being on the uh, episode for today. That's all I have. Um, but is there anything else you'd want to say to anybody who's like curious or like wanting to study abroad? First, I'd say come to Ireland. Um, that's a given. <laughs> but second is just go for it. Anywhere you go, there's going to be a really rich culture to learn from and to expose yourself to so you can put yourself in context in the world. It's a lot of fun. And I promise you will not regret it, even if you don't know what you're walking into, like me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Beyond Study Abroad, the official Notre Dame Study Abroad podcast. We'll be back in three weeks in the third episode. Make sure to follow all our social pages for more study abroad content. See y'all soon.